to That's Orgasmic. You are joined by your host Emily Duncan and today I'm here with Lily to talk about situationships. Hi. <laughs> um, we both have good experience in the situationship. Did you hear the sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, let's talk about it. Um, I just got out of one on Monday so it's very fresh and I've been crying all week and <laughs> um, I'm doing really well. You are doing well. It's like a lot to handle. Yeah, they are. I feel like they're almost more hectic than the ending of a relationship, obviously depending on how a relationship ends. But yeah, yeah so I guess we start with like what a situationship is. Do you yeah. want to like, if you've got anything? Yeah, I feel like my experience of a situationship is like, that awful in-between, like, you're kind of exclusive and you, like, don't want to see anyone else, mm. but, like, it's not a relationship and you don't have a title on it, but you're not single, but are you? You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, mine's the same. Like, it's literally, like, I want to date you and spend time with you every week. Yeah. Um, And we're going to be exclusive because I don't want you to fuck anybody else. But I just don't want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, that's just too much. It's too so, much to um, handle. Just a bit much. I can spend every week with you, fuck you, go out and do normal things like shopping. But to say you're my girlfriend, mm-mm. yeah, that's the we draw the line. We draw the line <laughs> in the sand. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, literally. With like your experience of situationships, I feel like we should talk about benefits and cons of them. Okay. Because like obviously. They we do them for a reason. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's what a is reason your we're settling? For yeah. That. Like do you like give us a little insight in your experience if you don't mind? Yeah. No. Love the benefits having someone regular. Like st- it's like stability, but like mm. it's actually not stability. Like having someone there to like regularly have sex with and like rely on and like you can talk to them about day to day things. It's like literally like the benefits of a relationship without the title of one. Mm. The cons being you don't have the stability of relationship like you don't it's such a great area yeah like like, are you actually stable with this person like can you rely on them (laughs) i find that that instability makes for such an anxious attachment yes like for me when i'm in a situationship every week as soon as something is a little bit off they don't talk to me as much for a day which is normally like completely normal or like they talk to me in a certain tone or I'm at their house and they say they don't want to have sex and I'm like, what's happening? What's What's wrong? Like something mustn't be right. And that fine, like I find I put so much mental space into a situation ship. Like so much of my day is thinking about what are they doing? What are they doing? When am I going to see them again? Mm. They don't make the time to sit out in their week. They're not like, I can see you on Friday. They're just, it's very, I find more spontaneous in, like, my experience. So that instability of, like, am I going to see them again? Am I going to see them this week? Like, you know what I mean? That's it. Having a relationship with someone that, like, you know, you identify as partners and, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, like, there's that stability there. If they're, like, I don't want to have sex today, you're, like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Or, like, you know, I can't see you this week, but, like, next week, you don't have to worry. They're not going anywhere. That's your relationship. Exactly. And it's so funny, like, saying that now like so like the last time that 
the guy I was seeing said, like, no, I don't want to have sex with you. Mind you, after teasing me for, like, 15 minutes, teases me <laughs> and then says no. And I was like, I understand consent, but fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, it's that thought of, like, because then afterwards I had all these issues of, like, not getting that validation. Mm. And that thought, like, well, when am I going to have sex again? And thank God we had sex in the morning. However... I haven't seen, like, it ended after that. So it's Mm. that, you know what I mean? Like, it could literally be the last time. Like, you just never know when it's going to be. And obviously, it's the same in relationships because anything can happen. But you really feel that, like, instability. You don't feel the insecurity as much when you're in a relationship, I think. No. And the sex is so validating in a situationship. Like, you, like, have that person there and, like, they're giving you the love and the attention and everything that you're craving as a human being, which is so normal. It's right there and you're, like, you're getting those benefits. But, like, the instability, that's always going to be in the back of your head. Like, yeah. is this the last time? Like, could this end tomorrow? Like, what's he thinking? What are they mm-hmm. thinking? Yeah, like, absolutely. And I even know, like, when I had my one, like, long-term relationship. There'd be times I wouldn't see him for a month. And mm. it did not... Fa- like, obviously, I wanted to see him. But I never once thought that's going to be the end of our relationship because yeah. I was so secure yeah. in what, like, we had. Yes. And I feel like another con in mm. a situationship is bringing up issues or things you want to communicate with because you're like, but it's not a relationship. Oh and I don't know gosh. if you've experienced that, but like yes. I really had to push myself this time. Like I have never done so much good communication with like a guy before. But at the start I was like, well, how do I talk about that? Because we're just casual. Like, or it's just like, we're not, he's not my boyfriend. Yes. Like, is it valid for me to talk about that when that's a relationship issue? Yeah, but isn't it so crazy? Because like in any relationship, like setting your boundaries and communicating your feelings, values, morals, all of that. Like, that's such a necessary thing that, like, yeah. needs to happen. So and, like, it's... Oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's still a relationship. Like, you're doing everything the same. So, obviously, you got to have that communication. Mm. But I found myself holding back on multiple different occasions. Like, I've talked about on the podcast before, like, my need for sex for validation. And mm. my psych wanted me to talk to him about that. But I'd already had a serious conversation with him and I was just like, oh, like, it's just too much. Like, I don't need to be talking about this for somebody who's Mm. not my boyfriend, if you know what I mean. Like, it was such a hard battle because, like, I've never had so many serious conversations with someone before like I had with him because I was, like, you know, trying to... Navigate. (laughs) Yeah, navigate it and also, like, put everything I've been learning in practice you know what I mean like it was just like one of those times I'm like I need to communicate my needs if you can't meet them that's fine and I also was like better in that like this is my problem these are my needs this is how you can meet them love you know what I mean and like (laughs) practicing it and like it was good but then there were certain times that I was like how do I like I want to talk about this but that's too much I felt like it was too much yes and especially for a guy when they're like obviously it depends on who you're seeing and this is very like heterosexual like base but like for I feel like guys sometimes like but we're not dating you know what I mean yeah and like like, but you're not my girlfriend but this isn't a breakup because you're not like you're not my girlfriend you know what thing is playing on my mind because this situation (laughs) ended on Monday I'm like I don't even get the satisfaction of him calling me his ex I'm like there's been 18 months of this I have taught him so much same to me and like I know 
that he's gonna go around and he's not even gonna be like, oh my, like I'm not even gonna. You're not an ex. I'm not an ex. But oh. then he stayed with somebody else for like three months and he will call them an ex. But I'm like, but I was so much more significant in their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. No. Absolutely. And it's stupid, but like one of my little thoughts that I've had like this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Well, I I honestly say ex because I'm like mm. that's a relationship that like mentally had to end and I had to grieve and like move on from just as much as like when like I'm you know me and my boyfriend broke up and we had to like navigate that like it's just like what else there's no other word for it when it ends like no an ex-partner like yeah no that's even if they're not ready to admit it there was some kind of like relationship there like you had to like end yeah no that's so true and I've found that this has been harder than any of my boyfriends ending yes because like when my first boyfriend ended i knew it was coming for six months so like you have the time to break up with them while you still have them and have that constant like support almost you know what i mean so you mentally check out but you're still there there. and then like this time i was still ready to show up like i knew it was coming to an end but i also was still ready if they were ready because it was one of those things that was like we either we commit 100 percent or we do nothing and then i was like well we've tried every other scenario fuck it let's go 100 percent and then obviously they decided not to yeah but like as like you said like grieving the potential you have to grieve the potential relationship that could have been especially if you've got that like you know when you're like in something with the person and you're like imagining ahead you're like thinking ahead like what could be like what could this relationship look like what could the outcome be of this you're like thinking planning ahead you have to end that mentally and grieve it and move on because it's like it's so hard because you're not even just grieving the person like at that added potential and because i feel like in situationships which probably comes with like the anxious attachment there's so much romanticizing their potential yes like so much romanticizing their potential because you're choosing this person to like give you that validation and like attention that you're needing to receive like and if they're not like actually willing to like have a relationship you're stuck in that in between of like maybe exclusive or whatever you're literally like romanticizing that to be like oh like you could be like yeah but like there's no guarantees i know either way it's so hard (laughs) because i was doing that i was like oh we could like even just things like, oh, if they meet my parents or come back home with me oh or, like, yes. meeting me my friends. friends. Like, because, like, and that never happened in this, like, situation I was in. Like, they never met my friends. They did meet my housemate once and it went so well that I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it went so well that I was like, fuck, yeah. no. And, like, we spent the whole night all playing, like, games and drinking together. And I was like, so nice. it was so nice. And I was like, for fuck's sake, like, yeah. I don't need this. You Like, you could have fucked that up at least for me. Like, yeah, God, <laughs> don't. And then you're, like, romanticizing that. It's like, wow, he, like, did such a good job. Like, no, yeah. I totally get it. Well, the situation that I've just been in, he actually did meet my friends and, like, hang out with my friends heaps. So... Do you feel like that makes it harder because it's basically just being your boyfriend, but... Well, is it? Or is it him just being a friend? True. So that's where I'm like, it, like, either way, like, I'm bringing this man around, my friends, like, which way? He's obviously thinking of it different to I was thinking of it, but... Yeah. And that's hard. I feel like that's when <laughs> communication has to come in to remind you of 
the situation you know what I mean because it's so easy like I know whenever I had good weeks I'd have to try and like bring myself back and be like no this is not a stable thing like I have a good week yeah and then it can be such a shit week the week after and that's exactly what happened I literally went from like the best week ever with him to us ending the next week you know what I mean like it's it's just so chaotic so chaotic it's so chaotic and unstable yeah I guess like the one thing with me in like that I've had to learn that I kept seeing all over TikTok Mm. and all over everywhere is like when they say they don't want a relationship, they don't want a relationship. And I was like, no. That's okay. I'm I'm the exception. (laughs) I can change him. I can change him. He'll want me. Like, I'm one of a kind. You know what I mean? Like, just that. And, like, I've seen, I know one of my friends the person I was with was like, no, I don't want a relationship, I don't want a relationship. They're still not in it, but it's been six months and they're like, it's either a really bad, like, really bad example of a situation that's just gone on forever yeah, or, like, cool. it's actually going to work out. But then, like, is it worth being that persistent when you're not getting everything you actually want? Yeah. Like, is it just settling? You know what I mean? Yeah, is it just settling? But, like... Yeah, if if you're getting what you need from the relationship at that time, even though, like, some other needs aren't being met, like, those immediate ones of, like, you know, you're feeling lonely and you need attention right now, if that's being met, like, you just settle for the relationship for what it is sometimes. Do you know what I mean? That's 100% what I did. I just realised that. I'm like, (laughs) there were so many needs that weren't being met, such as I wanted to go on dates and, like, have fun, do things outside of the house, set time for me during the week that isn't just like at night um Mm. or like yeah and just show like more interest ask me about how my uni is going ask like when we're not like when we're together it's good but like when like when we're apart like check in when you know I'm not seeing you for a few days because I'm really stressed about my assignments ask me how my assignments are going yes but so like all those little needs weren't Mm. being met but then like the having you know having sex getting cuddles having somebody that is consistent and there to talk to like somebody I can go to with my big needs that I needed met and they were being met. So I was happy to kind of brush those other ones that actually are in the long term, probably really important for me that wouldn't have worked in a relationship if I wasn't getting that. Yes. But for the immediate, that's all I needed. I think, and it's such a retrospect thing. Like you don't, you're not thinking about those other needs that, like, you're ignoring in the moment. And then when mm. you look back, you're like, of course that wasn't going to work out because, like, we didn't really go on dates or, like, because, you know, they weren't asking me about how uni was going, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is so weird to think about. It is weird to think about. And it's, yeah. It's one of those hard things where you got to, like, stick to your standards, but fuck me, it's hard to stick like you know what I mean like yeah. you see like people like have self-respect and some self-worth and like stick by what you know you want but fuck that's hard when yeah. you can get the things that make you I guess momentarily like yeah. feel good well it's like basic human needs like yeah. you need like love and like attention and those things to like actually like thrive as a human and like if you're yeah. getting those absolute basic needs met especially if you're not getting that from anywhere else in your life from like family friends whatever that's such a no 100 toxic like yeah <laughs> toxic basis and like, that you've got going on there. i'm so affectionate with the people that i'm intimate with but i'm not with like friends and stuff like that and yeah. so i never have that intimacy or that affection and you know 
cuddles or someone playing with my hair or anything like yeah. that. So then when I finally get that, it's just like, of course I want to hold on to that. Yeah. And have that. Yes. Like, Attached. Let's go. I know. <laughs> I know. It's literally so hard. What do you think about boundaries in a situation? Like, do you think there should be boundaries implemented? And if so, like, what? Yeah, definitely. I think... Like, in theory, of course, you need to set your boundaries in any relationship. But, like, again, it just feels so hard to, like, stand your ground and know what is actually valid and, like, what is appropriate for the situation. Because, like, in my personal experience, like, I'm never the one that's, like, controlling what it is and what's happening. You're always just in the back seat, like, (laughs) for the ride. Like, yeah. And, you know, like, you can, like, obviously speak up for, like, things that you need to. But, yeah, in my personal experience, I've always just been, like, okay, like, you don't want a relationship, but, like, you want to have sex regularly and, like, hang out and all that other stuff. You're just, like, all right, it's happening. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I found that I had to, like, take a step back in my communication in that, like, because my main form of communicating was Snapchatting. And there was somebody who was constantly on their phone all day and constantly Snapchatting. And I was like, I don't need to be reminded of you every five minutes. So then I tried because I found I was being too available, Mm. which I also struggled with because I'm like, I'm doing uni online. I can do it at any time. I'm working Mm. one day a week and I'm in a house generally by myself. Obviously, I have the fucking time every day to see you. (laughs) Like, I, I want to do something like I... I don't have these hobbies that I'm out doing sport every night or, like, have stuff on. Like, I, in my life, am gen- generally, like, super available to anyone. So, like, I found it so hard trying to not be very available. But then also mm. with being, like, that anxious attachment. Well, what if this is the only time I'm going to see them this week? So, of course, I'm going to say yes. yes. So then I had to try and, like, take a step back because I was like, okay, well, I'm being too available and, like, not communicate as much, like, leaving them on open for the day. Which was really fucking hard. Like, it was so hard when I'm used to that, like, constant. But then, like, it kind of helped. But then in some days, like, some days I would just talk to them, like, flat out and, like, yeah, go back. But I feel like doing little things like that kind of, I guess, help you take a step back and not get too far in when you know that that's, like, not what they want. Yeah. Another thing that I have done much, like, thought about a lot was, like, I was exclusive in this situation ship but I got to this point I was like why am I being exclusive for somebody that doesn't want to date me yes why am I I have literally just been processing myself why am I closing off all my options for somebody that doesn't want me yeah you know what I mean like it's weird like why would you do that and I guess in my mind I wanted exclusive because I was like well that's a step forward towards that but then when I thought about it I'm like but if they don't want that why am I closing off my life to satisfy you because then you know I'm not getting with anybody else yeah like why am I doing that yes yes and I'm also like why do we put exclusive on the table if like you know it's not going to end up in relationships wait no I've lost my train of thought we put exclusive on the table if it's not going to end in a relationship and oh my god I had such a good point and end in a relationship <laughs> um like what do they like have to gain from like making it exclusive but like not being in a relationship that's like 
not something that you would get from having a relationship. The, Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like, the only thing I was like could think of in my instance, a person I was seeing was quite jealous, so he didn't want anybody else to have me. Yeah, but it's not about, like, possession or anything. Like, those kind of, like, toxic traits, because if it was, like, do you know what I mean? Like, whole, like, you'd be mine, like... Yeah, yeah. That's, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, like, I don't... No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and, like, it's one of those things that I think if I went forward in one, I wouldn't be able to like do exclusive like if I was in another situation ship because it just gives them that power that yes. they already get in control of everything if they're the ones saying they don't want a relationship like they're already and they know they're in control of it like yeah. so they don't really need that extra sense of power and control you know what I mean yes and I also I was going to do it but I never did it I was gonna implement like um that's a, what was the word I had for it it was like that's a I um I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like something like that's like a boyfriend perk, like oh, that's a yeah. boyfriend privilege, boyfriend privilege. privileges. So like I was going to be like, um, these certain things can't happen because that's a boyfriend privilege for one TMI, but <laughs> like on. coming inside me, because oh, like he yes. like would always finish inside me. And I was going to tell her, like, no, you can't do that anymore. That's a boyfriend privilege. Yeah. Which honestly it should be. Like, I need somebody that if I, like, get pregnant, somebody that's actually going to be there to be able to support me through an abortion or whatever. But, like, I was, like, going to have these things. Like, no, that's a boyfriend privilege. Back tickles, boyfriend privilege. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, things like that. You have to upgrade to the next level. If you want those things. Yeah. I never, I should have done it. I never did it. Um... (laughs) But I think that would be, like, funny. But also then it kind of shows, like, okay, like, I'm in... Why should you get the all the perks when it's you who don't want to commit? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I should have done it. I would have been so funny. But, oh, well. The next one. The next if The I, next if one. If I dare get myself in another the one. The next one <laughs> says, oh, my God. <laughs> um. Do you think that situationships are generally just because men don't want to commit and like because I just feel like I don't often see women being like I don't want a relationship but yeah come along like if they don't want a relationship they generally won't seek somebody you know what I mean yeah I think well obviously my experience and I'm assuming your experience is like heterosexual relationships but I feel like it's always the man or like the male identifying person that they just choose to like not have that relationship they're the one that's setting that boundary and like women just going for it like going for the ride and just being like oh like whatever I'm getting the attention that I want right now so it's fine Mm. to settle but like a really interesting thing that I've been talking about with people lately is like that concept that some of you might have seen on TikTok about how like women are like they get to a you know, meet a person and they find that person, they're the right one. So they strive to like have a relationship or something with that person. Whereas men just get to like a stage in their life or a phase in their life where they're ready for a relationship and they settle for what's right there. And it's not, Mm -hmm. it's like complete, two completely different approaches to dating relationships and like that kind of thing. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I feel like I, if I met the right one, I would adjust my life. 
to suit them not to suit them but to fit them into my life yes whereas i was just seeing with guys they're like no this is my life i'm happy with it you can like i don't want to make time for you yeah i don't want to work on myself i don't want to like yeah you know fit you into the time i actually really do have there for you i don't want to do that i'll happily do it in a situation ship because i'm not putting the mental energy into actually thinking i'm giving up my time yeah and i will actually see you all those times during that week but for me the like actually have to say well that means every week I'm doing that. Like, they just can't. Yeah, that's you know a long-term I mean? commitment. I can't do that. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I don't understand how, like, we're, like, not wired so differently, but, like, why we're like that and they're like yes. that. You know what I mean? Because, like, like you can why? just meet the perfect person. Like, on paper, like, someone that I've dated in the past is just, like, ideal person like I was obsessed with like what the relationship was for what it was but like it's just that like being for men being in the right phase of the right time in their life when they're like okay I'm ready to like settle into a relationship now like if you're not in that phase you're not in that time in their life when they're like ready for that like you're not gonna be the right person and then I'm like insane are they even in happy like obviously they are but are they also the ones that, like, are they even happy in that relationship when they know they could have had somebody that was, like, so much more suited to them? You know but do I mean? they think about that? Probably not. I don't <laughs> think men have the actual capacity to <laughs> think so deeply. And that's one thing I found, like, in being in a situation ship, I'm constantly trying to think about what they're thinking. Like, where are they at? How are they thinking about this situation? Like, what, trying to work out why they're doing what they're doing. I don't think they fucking think. I think they, I'm not, like, I think they literally just do. Yeah. They just do. They don't think about, like, how I'm going to interpret it. Like, if I say something, before I send something, I'll, like, especially because I send a lot of talking videos, I'll watch it fucking five times and then think about all the ways that they could interpret it and make sure that it's going to come across the way it's going to. Yes. Shit just comes out of their mouth. And they they don't think. Yeah. And, like, I've noticed that, like, they literally just speak what comes to their mind and they don't actually think about how it's going to affect you or what that... You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if you give some kind of negative reaction or, like, you know, react in a way that they don't expect, it's like, oh, well, don't be upset. Don't hate me. I know. You know? Or the like, classic, they're like, oh, well, I didn't think you would feel that way. Or, like, I didn't mean it to come across like that. Oh. Like, I wasn't meaning that. I'm like, yeah, but you fucking... You did. Yeah. It left your mouth. That's yeah. how I've interpreted it. Where are we like, going from there? Yeah, literally. And I think another thing, if there is like any issues or they say anything that's out of line, you have to pull them up right then and there, which is something I learned the hard way yeah. because I wasn't doing that. And that was the downfall then of why this like kind of ended because like I didn't speak up in that moment and then came when a couple things built up, came like just fucking angry, like on fire. I was like, fuck you yes you're a dick these are all things are wrong like yes i think especially with blokes at least i feel like they need like a dog they need to be like if they piss on the floor and you're like no you need to tell them no right away because if you do it an hour later they're like why are you telling me off you know what i mean oh my god men are literally like dogs like a pet that is such a funny analogy i can't that is so funny yeah they're like because you tell them later and they're like well they don't even... Because they're not overthinking everything. They don't even realise they've fucking said what they've said or done anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's you know what so I mean? funny. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. That's why you date women. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
This is actually a propaganda um, <laughs> podcast. Um, we're actually all turning away from men. <laughs> um, any like tips? Yeah, when advice. it comes to navigating a situationship, I think um, just going backtracking from everything we've just said you absolutely have to set your boundaries again like you just said like um hold your ground hold your ground speak up when something upsets you in the moment don't just be don't put your feelings aside to just appear like casual and nonchalant and oh like my God. what you don't think be the they chill want. girl don't yes. be the chill girl don't. it never works and you're just bottling up that emotion and it's not good for anyone no that's one thing i really try to work on this time around was not trying to be the chill girl and like i didn't go all the way in like there was still definitely a few things that i was like oh no i'll just chill out won't do too much with that but like I was trying so much harder to be like, actually, no, this is actually what I want. Yeah. I'm actually not gonna, like, I remember how the situation even came about. They made some comment, like, where do I rank with all the other boys in your roster? And I was like, I don't have a roster. I was like, it's you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually, like, I'm not gonna play it cool here. I'm only seeing you. I'm actually only interested in you. If you want to give this a shot, I'm here. Yeah. Like. I love that, though, because I'm, yeah. like, so all for just saying your feelings and not playing games which is absolutely chaotic in some situations and like (laughs) so the opposite of what you feel like doing you want to like dart around it and I know there's that like whole play hard to keep play hard to to get play Play hard to keep that's men (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah you just you have to just stand your ground yeah and I do think emotions it's hard when you are so open and constantly coming at them, I guess, with, like, reason and not, like, trying to be chill and being like, this is how I actually feel and stuff. And I did find that, like, sometimes it was too... I'm losing my train of thought, but, like... I was almost... Not, like, too available, but too, like... There for them. Do you know what? Not, like... But not in the sense of me spending my time with them in that he, they could see how open I was to wanting to be with them. They could see how much effort I was putting into it. Like, I was communicating. I wasn't holding back in anything. I was being like, this is how, exactly how I feel. Whereas normally, like, when you are playing hard to get, you try and show, like, you don't care. Whereas I was showing how, like, that I deeply cared about them and the situation we were in. Yeah. Which sometimes kind of felt like, to my detriment because they didn't feel like they were going to lose me yeah because they just had this reassurance from what I was telling them that I was there so I wasn't necessarily something to lose unless they chose to leave me yeah does that make sense it does yeah and I feel like that's how I've always played it as well because I'm such a like cards on the table kind of person so uh, yeah I totally understand why yeah it's kind of hard I feel like it's until you meet somebody that matches that energy with you that it will kind of work you know what I mean yeah and especially if people aren't like I feel like I'm constantly trying to like work on myself and like you know going to a psychologist and doing these things to make me like my best self and then like when you've got these guys you're dating that aren't doing anything to improve themselves like how do they meet you on the same level yeah you know what I mean there's no level unless I date older men but I'm a cougar and I only date (laughs) younger so like I don't relate to you I only ever date older men it's so much better because emotional maturity 
No, and I need to, but I've been going through like Tinder and Hinge and I'm trying like, I, so at the start I was like, okay, youngest possible age can only be my age. And I put it up to 30. So I was like 22 to 30. I couldn't do it. As soon as I put it down to 21, so many more right swipes. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but like, I'm just not attracted to like the older guys and their energy. I just, there's something about, maybe it's me. And it's like that power dominance. I feel like I'm more in control in some aspects. Yes. And I'm like the smarter one, the more emotionally mature. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, like, it absolutely. has its downfalls, obviously, but then I kind of like that power play. And I yeah. also like being the one in bed that, like, if I'm cuddling them, I want them to, like, curl in and my arms are around them and their heads <laughs> on my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> little poison mummy issues. <laughs> no. <laughs> literally that though like i literally attack boys with mommy issues yeah that's awesome they just want me to be their mommy (laughs) it's so fucked up that's so and i don't know why maybe it's because that's the nurturing i actually always wanted and didn't get so i'm trying to give absolutely but on the other hand like i always go for older men so much more attracted to older men like i could i don't have like a limit. No, that's not. That's a lie. I have a limit, <laughs> but you know, like I depends on myself. their bank account. <laughs> Cut that out. Um, <laughs> no, I just find myself like sometimes being attracted to men that are like a lot older than I am, and I'm like, whoa, don't know where that came from. But I think it's like looking for that like security and that comfort of like an older person that has emotional maturity and like maybe money that's like going to look after me and like I can be the smaller person and not have to stand Mm. up for myself all the time and have Mm. to look after myself I just want to be looked after yeah see I feel like because I've always been so independent and almost felt like I kind of had to look after my own emotions and myself that I want somebody to just want me yes and need me to help them yeah if that makes sense they're probably the two polar opposites of the same yeah situation yeah do you know what I mean a hundred percent and I don't know why I'm like that but I just there's nothing more that I love than like a guy tapping into like I guess that more feminine energy (gasps) yeah I do and like (laughs) being the one that's more submissive to me or like I'm cuddling them they're not cuddling me like yeah you know like it's like it's kind it's almost, like, different to, like, some society standards and, like, the norm of, like, the patriarchy yeah. and everything. You're, like, finding someone that's, like, okay with breaking those boundaries and, like, being able to rely on a woman and, like, have you be the... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just... That just made a thought pop into my head, but um, Zendaya and... Um, what's Tom Holland. Tom Holland. You know that photo of them that went viral where she's got her hand in his back pocket and is kind of, like got her arm around she's got her arm around him yes. walking she's the one that's like yeah you're mine that's like my energy that i, I like that. you know what i mean yeah i like when i saw that photo it was so attractive to me like i saw that and i was like yeah like i just love that energy you yeah. know what i mean it's almost like oh like not like equal playing field but like you know what i mean it's like equal to like society's view on men you yeah know what i mean because yeah. like if a woman does that like why is that like any different yeah yeah no I know what you mean I know what you mean but yeah that's definitely like they're like my energy and like I feel like that's why I always go younger ones because Mm. I'm like let me be your mummy maybe just like if if it's not feeling right or 
you're experiencing more negative emotions than positive from it, it's okay to leave it. Mm-hmm. You're not obligated to stay there just because this is the person that's like giving you what you need in the moment. And I think that like a lot of people, well, this is from my personal experience as well. You get stuck in relationships because you're like, I don't know who else is going to want me. I don't know yeah. what's next. I don't know what the future holds, but. And I don't know if I'm going to find better. I find I really yes. struggle when it comes to sex. Like, what if I don't find better sex? What if I don't find a dick that's as big? What if I don't find, even though like bigger dicks don't even necessarily help me because it's painful. Like, yeah. but it's just like these little things that constantly go in my head. Like, what if I can't? get that yeah and like I don't and I know what I I know that I will every time I do find better but like it's so hard in the moment to see reasonably when all your emotions are kind of in there yeah it's like such a terrifying leap to just step away from those like insecurities and things that are worrying you and just take the leap and like if it's not right it's not right and it's if you feel like it's not gonna end right you know like yeah and I feel like forward. when there is a lot of those negative things, it's probably not a bad thing to sit down and journal or something and kind of, I know everyone says like pros and cons lists and things, but like, I love pros write and cons. a pros and cons list. I did this, right? So many cons. All of the pros were things that I could find easily in other people. Like yes. somebody being good looking, sex, like you can train anyone to fuck you, right? Like yes. penis size, all those type of things. Like yeah. they're all things... That you can find in other people. Someone that gives you a cuddle and is caring. You can easily find that in somebody else. Like, it's not like they're... You know what I mean? Whereas the negatives were types of things that, like, well, that's quite specific. I'm not necessarily going to find that negative in somebody else. And especially not this combination. Whereas that combination I could probably easily find in another person. So true. Yeah, So I think just... And even me now, I think I have to sit down most days and try to remind myself of the negatives coming out of it to be like no like there was a lot of things that I was missing yeah but it's just so hard when and especially me like I had 18 months of this like on and off and like even though there were very brief moments in between this was the most consistent like couple months but like it's a long time yeah it's a long time it is a long time yeah I know Mm. any other tips Men seek therapy. <laughs> yes, men seek therapy. Also, another thing I find really hard in a situationship is often there's a lot of negative things that come up and you want to express that negative energy and negative things to your friends. And I found that I was, especially in this one, constantly talking about the negatives. He's doing, he's not giving me this, he's not giving me that. This time ended because of this, he's just randomly ghosting me. This, and, and like you go and you tell your friends. Yeah. But then when you are seeing them and enjoying it, I found I felt really guilty because I constantly to only told my friends the negatives and not the positives, so therefore they didn't like them. And they were like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. And then I, like, a lot of it really battled with, like, feeling guilty. And even when it came down to, like, the last decision of being, like, we're either all in or not, I felt really guilty for wanting to give it another shot. So I feel like also, like, your friends are very good to, like, obviously tell everything too but I think also about keeping in mind like if you're constantly telling them the negatives they're not going to obviously like them yeah so it can kind of be to your detriment because then when you actually do need support they might not be as willing to support that 
relationship. Yeah. Does that make sense? That, well, it's so hard as well because no one knows the relationship or the situationship like you do. Yeah. And, like, that's even hard because the other person might be interpreting interpreting the whole thing differently. But, like, yeah. it's it's so hard to, like, convey, like, the good and the bad. And, like, if you're, yeah, just focusing on the negatives and expressing the negatives to other people, of course, they're just going to, like see that and see red flags and be like why are you even yeah why are you doing this and obviously like it depends on your friends and like you know your good friends are obviously always going to support you no matter what but I just found like once I kept repeating the same cycle of I don't know it's going to end it no let's like stay together they almost like believe you less and less that you're actually going to leave so therefore don't support you as much so then when it actually happens they're kind of like oh well who knows how long that's gonna last you know what I mean like it's kind of hard so I guess also for any friends that have friends in a situationship I know how frustrating it like can be when you feel like you see everything so clearly but like it's obviously not as straightforward for that person and like it's so much gray area supporting like actually showing up and supporting them which can be draining but like also like I feel like everybody kind of gets in these situations. Yes. So, like, your time's going to come when you're going to need that support yourself. You know what I mean? That's it. You have to talk through the good and bad together. You can't just focus on the red flags and be like, okay, dump him. It's not that... It's never that simple. It's never that simple. (laughs) And I've done that before. Like, friends will tell me one thing. I'm like, dump him. He's done. I've literally done that to you. Literally. (laughs) Just end it. (laughs) I don't mean it. Literally. (laughs) Like, it's so easy to just do that. But then, obviously, like... It's not easy to actually dump somebody or, like, end something when there is, like, all the history and, like, there is all the good times that you don't... And because, like, obviously you're not going to tell your friends, like, oh, I just had such a nice day with him. We just laid in bed all day. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, it was amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where there's the moments that generally, like, that's a normal relationship and they're the good parts. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not unless I do some big grand gesture or you go on a date and you're like, oh, listen about all my date. Like, you're not going to be like, oh... We spent three days together and we just did nothing and enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. But he looked at me wrong, so I'm going to tell you about that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like he hates me. I don't know why. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Any other tips? The yeah. only other thing I can think of is, like, um, when you're in a situationship, the sex is so good because you have the trust you have like respect you have this like ongoing emotional relationship and you know there's something there so you can like comfortably go back to this person and continue having sex with them and it's not like having a one night stand it's not like going home with someone that you don't know like the sex like that emotional connection is so like validating a hundred percent and I have come to a point where, like I don't do good with one night stands anymore because it doesn't do anything yes, for me. me too. And I also like I don't get comfortable during sex. I'm in my head. It's a bit more of a performance, not me actually enjoying it. Because I'm like, yeah. let me show off what I can do, yeah. and like it's not me just genuinely enjoying it. And like I still like I've only ever orgasm once during sex. So I was kind of hoping in like this situation, if I might get there, but I still have a lot more to like work on through my head because there was yeah. literally one scenario right we I was on my period and I had a copy and I couldn't be bothered like going to the bathroom and dealing with that so he was like making me so I was like no I have my period like no and then I got really horny and I was like well for fuck's sake and I was like he was like well pull out your fucking he calls it like the the 
3,000 like clit sucker or some shit oh. like that, which is my womanizer. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, pull that out. So I was like, okay. And I was trying to do it while he was next to me. And I know in past, like my first relationship, because I was so secure in it, like easy, I could like masturbate in front of them. Yeah. But I was like in my head and I was like, I don't know, like I can't do this. Even though I was like so horny. Like if I was that horny normally, I would have got myself off in a minute. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And I just couldn't and then he was like just put porn on he's like I know that's how you get yourself off but then I was like which porn do I pick because I'm like I have somebody next to me that I'm not completely comfortable with that I can't just pick whatever one you know what I mean like I feel like I need to pick something that he's gonna match him as well or so I was in my head and then I was trying to watch it I couldn't have the sound on but then I couldn't the sound of my vibrator was so loud that I'm like oh but he can hear my vibrator like it's too loud and I was like so in my head and then eventually he turned, I was like, this is just fucking weird. He's like, just put it on. He's like, put it, turn the volume up. He's like, this is, just do it. And then he turned over and watched it with me while I was trying to do it. But I still, like, I nearly got there and I was like oh basically God. coming. But in my head, I was just like. Yeah. And Hold that is like why I 100% need somebody I can get comfortable with. Because yeah. even after two months, I was still like that. Like, it takes me so long to actually get comfortable enough so like and I think that's also probably why I was holding on to it because I'm like fuck going back to the drawing board and having to do all of this again oh like oh my gosh I know going back to the what's your favorite color where did you grow up yeah what Find do you do your, for work oh finding a whole new person to go over that with it's just yeah it's so draining it's so draining and like that's why I really like I prefer something that's consistent because it takes me so long to build that comfortability with them and I still like struggle like with that but I think also when you have then an anxious attachment style in a situationship it inhibits how comfortable you can really get if you know what I mean yes absolutely it does yeah well thank you for coming on and talking about this lovely experience in our lives (laughs) (laughs) what a time to be alive what a time As always, Shaggers, please reach out with any comments, questions, or stories, either through my Instagram, That's Orgasmic, or my email, emilyduncan at that'sorgasmic.com. Please subscribe on whatever platform you used to listen to this podcast and leave a review as I would love to know what you're thinking. So thank you, Shaggers, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>